Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. Facebook community, Discord server, there are many aspects to the tavern. So today, I'm going to hit a little bit of, of news. I find it interesting. So, if you don't know, icvnumber2.com, so it's the letters icvnumber2.com, gives, I don't know, quarterly estimates of how large the gaming hobby is, and they uh, released the latest results of their surveys, their estimates, and um, what they consider to be hobby game sales, which includes RPGs within it, and they get the subcategories. I'll get to that in a second. Hobby game sales totaled nearly $1.5 billion in 2018, but that actually is uh, a decrease of 3% versus the same period the year prior. Interesting, right? What is driving that decline? Well, apparently the decline is being driven by a 14% decline in collectible games. We have five total categories. One category was down. Collectible games. Now, what would collectible games include? Collectible games are your collectible card games, your collectible... Uh, it's hero clicks type of stuff. It tells you something about gamers. There, this collectible aspect of playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic: The Gathering and whatever the latest fad is has been around for I don't know twenty-five years. When did Magic: The Gathering come out? I wasn't even. Uh, I was before I was a police officer, I believe. I was working in Stern's department store in Flushing, New York, and I went to my, I don't know, they, they called it a, uh, an indoor flea market, but in any case, it was, it was a bunch of stalls and what was, I guess, a warehouse prior. And there was a comic book store in there, and that's where I, I got my Magic Gathering cards. And long story short, I got my first decks and boosters when, it was, when they were the beta cards. Uh, I made some good money off that. Most of the rest of my beta cards went through the wash. That's another story. But <laughs> I made a decent profit on those beta cards. I had some very rare cards. Couldn't even tell you what they were at this point. It's again, half a lifetime away. <clears throat> and collectible card games have driven uh, the hobby sales since then. Remember, it was a money from Magic the Gathering in a lot of places of the coast to buy out TSR. It was the money that, excuse me, my throat starts this allergy season. It's the Magic the Gathering cards that made Wizards of the Coast um, an acquisition target of Hasbro. It wasn't Dungeons and Dragons. We might wish it was, but, you know, D&D, maybe as a uh, uh, something to market for movies, but certainly not for the money it was bringing in. So, 
According to ICV2, the 2018 decline is the first for the hobby games category since they started estimating sales back in 2013. Interesting, right? Interesting. And of course, hobby game sales are still more than double what they were in 2013. Now, why do I say collectible games is where, you know, what drives the hobby in a lot of ways? Collectible games, the largest category, sharing 14%, like I said, from a $725 million marketplace in 2017 to $625 million in 2018. Lost $100 million. And, and that wasn't a loss, loss but it, it, from its previous high, it dropped $100 million. Very interesting. I, I really have to say that. It really... It drives a lot of this home. How much of this hobby of ours is built upon collectible card games and the like? Because you know you're always trying to buy buy these boosters and get these rares, and and maybe finally we we're seeing that point where we've saturated that. Now, the interesting part is role-playing games. Now, role-playing games is the smallest category, okay? It is not a huge moneymaker. In 2017, its share was $55 million. Now, remember, collectible card games in 2017 was doing $725 million. That was, you know, close to half the hobby games sales market of collectible card games. Role-playing games have gone from 55 million to 65 million. So that's an 18% jump. So if you're in this corner of the hobby, if you are, uh, I don't know, third-party publishing, small press, I don't know, doing your little blog, doing your podcast, yes, the market for RPGs spiked 18%. Now, what would you put that on? I would put that on 5e. You know, solidly put that on 5e. But the idea that RPGs can see an 18% increase is awesome. Now, it also means maybe that... uh, Kickstarter hasn't been saturated yet. I can joke about it, but you know, Kickstarter is not just a funding platform. It's an advertising platform. And at some point that too will get saturated and we have to be prepared for it. When I say we, uh, us as a hobby, because once that gets saturated, there's going we, we as, uh, an industry, we as a hobby, RPGs in general, will probably pull back a little bit. But no, near 18% growth in the hobby of RPGs last year. You know, from a monetary standpoint. Doesn't necessarily mean that we've brought in 18% more gamers, but since gamers vote with their wallets, that's a good guess that we did bring in a number of people. It's only a good thing.
So, on that note, I'm going to bid the adieu. I have a game tonight in less than an hour with uh, Tim Shorts, Jason Hobbs, Matt Jackson, Joe the Lawyer, and uh, possibly one or two others. Should be fun. I'm playing. Tim's running. Tim can run it. Can roll as many ones as he'd like now. It's, it only helps us. All right, folks. On that note, I will bow out. God bless. Be safe. Roll your dice well. I hope your holiday weekend was a blessed one. And I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks.